A lot of you have been asking me for insomnia treatment options, so I want to let you know I have launched an insomnia treatment course. It's a very structured and effective treatment program with a lot of clinical evidence support. So one course is in Chinese and one is in English. You can find it at deepintosleep.co/insomnia. Welcome to Deep Into Sleep. This is Ishan. So last week we had Dr. Schneeberg from Yale University to share with us how to become your children's sleep coach, especially for children between age three and age ten. She shared a lot of good tips, and you can find that information on our website, deepintosleep.co/episode/zero-one-eight. Today I continue the conversation with her. And she shared more about how to problem solving in the process of coaching your children. For example, what would you do if you and your husband or wife are not aligned in terms of what to do to help your children to sleep better? Also, for example, if you are trying to use the coaching strategies to help your children sleep better, but they refuse to collaborate. And you have to give in because you want a peaceful night back. You stuck. Then what can you do differently? Carrying all these questions, let's listen to what Doctor Schneeber gonna share with us. Welcome back, Doctor Schneeber. When you coach children between age three and ten years old to sleep better, how long does this kind of training program take normally? Really, a few weeks is plenty to see a lot of progress.、Mm. That's、yeah. fast. Yeah, and you might, you know, it might be、mm, a few weeks. It might be a couple of weeks. It just depends on how used to having a parent nearby the child was, how、mm. old the child is, whether the child likes to read. You know, those there are a lot of things that make it go faster or slower, but everyone can get there. Yeah. Oh, that's great to know. Once you keep on trying, be consistent, you will get there.、Mm-hmm. And it may not take that that long. It's not like you have to take months or years to really make it happen. Because think about how long those families, those kids, those parents has suffered or、uh, dealt with this kind of difficulties, possibly for for years. Yes. Exactly. You know, it. You can't turn it around in just three or four nights. Right,、mm-hmm. it has been a long period in the making, and so it takes a little time to kind of unwind it. Yeah. Then I'm curious: Have you ever seen any parents? You know, it actually does not work for them, or they did something just to、uh, fall out of this this plan. Yeah. So the the two most common problems that I see would be a parent, or I'm sorry, a couple where the mom feels one way and the dad feels another. So it's important that everyone is taking the same approach. So if the mom is doing some sleep training, which is what we call this, and then the dad comes home and, you know, a couple nights in a row sort of undoes the training, that can be a problem to make、mm. it difficult to work, right? Yeah. And the other one is when a parent gives in after a period of protest and says, "Oh my gosh." 
I know you want me to lay down in your bed, but you need to read your book. And then let's say an hour goes by and the child is really protesting. If the parent just says, oh, I need to go to sleep, so I'm going to lie down, then you know very well, again, as a psychologist, then you've sort of done this thing where you've trained the child to protest for an hour before they get what they want. And then you've built a behavior that you really don't don't want. Mm. Yeah, those are good things for parents to be aware of. How do you deal with it when, you know, both parents, the dad and the mom, are at different page? Is there a good way to align them? Yeah, sometimes what I'll do, let's say it's the father who doesn't want to follow through with the plan. Sometimes that's because the mother came to the meeting with me and the father didn't come. And so sometimes I'll get permission to call the father and I'll say, hey, let me explain to you the concepts and why I think it's important for your child to learn how to be an independent sleeper. And I'll appeal to the father's goals for the child. So I'll say, you know, it would be much harder for Bill. Let's say the little child's name is Bill. Mm -hmm. Um, It would be much harder for Bill to go to scout camp or for you and your wife to go away together for a weekend or for Bill to go to a sleepover party. It'll be much harder for him to do those things as he gets older if he needs a parent to lie with him at night. And if I can talk to the father about the concepts and the reasons why it's so good for Bill to learn how to do those things, then the father usually will be on board. Mm. So, so, so explain the rationale really uh, resonates yes. with the father. Mm-hmm. And the advantages to the child, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of their independence, their maturity, you know, the fact that their, their world gets a little bit bigger when they can put themselves to sleep. They can do things that other kids are doing. Mm. Yeah, that's all the parents want for their right. children. Yes, great, right. great point. Yeah, so yeah. for those parents who give in, right, I, I would imagine mm-hmm. that I definitely um, met parents like that before when I treat yeah. children for other problems. So I'm wondering what to do with, with them. They just cannot... Mm-hmm stands the child to to feel sad or unhappy right so what i i do two things i say first of all you don't have to leave the room right you can be right there sitting in a chair but you just can't go backwards you just can't go get into the bed with them again and your job is to be really sort of silent but present And then I remind them that most of the time, I'm sure they don't have any issues with setting limits in the daytime. So I'll say to them, if your child didn't want to ride in the car seat anymore, what would you say? And they'll say, oh my gosh, I would always make them ride in the car seat. And I'll say, does your child ever protest getting in the car seat? And they'll say, oh yeah, sometimes she'll just yell her head off. And I'll say, well, then do you not let her get in the car seat? And they say, no, of course, I always make her get in the car seat. So I say. That's an example of in the daytime, you're very willing to set firm limits and you would not let protesting or crying change your mind. And I encourage them to be this, you know, have that same approach to bedtime. Wow. I like that. Yeah. I I like that analogy. That totally makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. The car seat's a great one because no one changes their mind about a car seat. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's a safety issue. Uh-huh. 
Yep. So I just, I remind them that learning how to fall asleep independently is a wonderful skill and their, you know, their child is probably falling asleep in a beautiful home with parents who love her, you know, and this is not really a big trauma. It's just a protest behavior, which children do all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When things not go their way, they don't get what they Correct. want. Yes. And we don't hand over lots of candy bars in the grocery store, right? We say, no, we're not going to have a candy bar in the grocery store. So parents are really good at setting limits in the day. And I just encourage them to do the same thing around bedtime. Right. What do you think make it difficult for parents to set limits around sleep at nighttime Mm -hmm. the same way as what they do during the daytime for all the other behaviors? Is that they don't prioritize sleep or they're tired or like any thoughts about it? Yeah, that's a great question. I think sometimes they're really tired and it is sort of comfortable to lay down in a bed and a lot of parents just fall asleep when their child does, right? Mm. Um, But most parents say they really wish they wouldn't do that. You know, they usually say, I wish I would not do that and get back up and do a few things that I want to do and then go to bed in my own bed. That's one reason it happens. And the other reason I think is that people want to have a really sweet and peaceful bedtime. They don't want bedtime to be a period of protesting and crying. That's hard for a parent. And I always encourage them to know that they're going to get to a bedtime, you know, a few weeks down the road that's really peaceful and comfortable and happy for everyone involved. But it's just a little bit of a journey to get there. Right. Short-term pain, long-term gain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Well, that's awesome. I know your book is out. Have you received any feedback from parents? How after they use the book, what would that look like? Yeah, I have. I've had a, a lot of parents tell me that they really felt that I was sort of taking them by the hand, you know, right. through the process. Uh-huh. And I wrote it to be sort of a workbook, really. Um, And so I love it that you liked the lists and the checklists and the worksheets and all that, because that's really what I really, truly, the title of the book was my goal, become your child's sleep coach. And so I was really trying to help people step by step, learn how to coach their children to be just wonderful sleepers. Yes. When I read your book, I feel like that's exactly what you described on the title to help parents reading the book, they become a coach. They don't only know what to do exactly step by step, but they also know the reasons behind it, why it's important, what kind of their behaviors, right, are leading to or impacting the children's um, sleep-related behaviors. That's awesome. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I really look forward to your book to be translated in more languages. I think parents all over the world all need this. Thank you so much. I hope that happens. That would be great. I would love that. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering whether children's sleep problem, you know, um, in different countries look actually similar. That's That's such a great question. I've studied that, you know, and every culture has its own issues. I'm no expert by any means, but there's a different age in almost every culture when they expect the child to become an independent sleeper. And it really widely varies. 
So I think it's always a personal choice and a family choice and a cultural choice. But I hope that my book, When the Parent is Ready, I hope that my book helps that journey to be a little bit easier. Oh, I like that. I like the idea that actually in different culture or different even family,、uh, little family culture, the、um, children or the parents are ready at different age, different time, but they can really、um, still learn all this knowledge and skills and go with their own pace. Yes, at their own time. That's exactly right. Great. So、um, we are reaching to an end. Is there anything else you want to say to all the parents who are listening? You know, this is how I always end. If I give a talk, I always end by saying, "You can become your child's sleep coach, and you will be great." Wow! Very inspiring. A lot of hope. <laughs> <laughs> It's very doable. It absolutely is. Oh yeah, awesome! Because you have so much experience, you see so many families, parents. I think that's very convincing when you tell people you absolutely can do it. Yeah, they can. Wonderful tips, Dr. Schneeberg has shared with us. If you want to find more of the information and her knowledge about how to coach your child to sleep better, you can read her book. Become your child's sleep coach, and you can find the link on our show notes at deepintosleep.co/episode/zero one eight. Hope you all are taking some time and space for yourself, and take good care of yourself in this cold winter. And happy Lunar New Year to you all! I will see you next week. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently, and there is so much we can do to improve sleep quality. Keep hope and carry on. This podcast is for general informational purpose only and does not include the practice of medicine or other health professional services. Usage of the information we share is at the listener's own risk, and our content does not intend to be a substitute for any medical and professional services, diagnoses, and treatment. Please seek professional health services as needed.
Are you suffering from insomnia? I promise you, the CBTI method in my course will definitely help you. Even if several nights of better sleep, that would be a world-changing experience for you. I have had so many success from my insomnia patients who have taken this course over the years. If you know someone who are struggling with sleep, go to my website and check out my course at deepintosleep.co forward slash insomnia.